For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. So it's week 14. The GOAT is ready for the Bills to come to town. So we're going to break down the week 14 showdown with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a.k.a. Tom Brady. But before we get into all that, like we do every week uh, on the show here, we do like to highlight a charity organization, you know, somebody that's kind of kicking ass out there and doing good, uh, you know, uh, just kind of to make sure that we realize that there's good things happening around us all the time, no matter what you're feeling or, you know, what's going on for you personally, there are good positive things happening around you. So make sure you're looking for them. And if you can support them, support them. So this week, we're going to keep it super local to the Western New York community, um, super local to where I came from in Allegheny County, next county over where I've got friends and family that still live, uh, Wyoming County. Uh, I got a new, um, friend of the show, uh, a new follower of the show, uh, said some real kind things and it made me think about, you know, the local community there. And I wanted to kind of turn this around and, you know, shout them out a little bit and, you know, ask them what they wanted to see highlighted. So this week we're going to cover two things, um, both there in Wyoming County. So the first one I want to hit on is the community action for Wyoming County program, specifically the angel action division. So, Basically, uh, if you're in the Wyoming County area and it's, it's meant to help out anybody that's financially struggling. I mean, they do all sorts of different things from, uh, there's cool events like the pop up pantries. Um, you know, they're helping folks with their emergency services, making sure their rent's paid if they need to get to the doctor, that kind of stuff, you know, back to school stuff, Christmas programs. You know, there's all sorts of different things that they're doing to make sure that the Wyoming County community is clothed, fed and getting where they need to be if they can't be there on their own. Um, so. Very cool organization. I mean, these, these are the types of things that we need to be looking for in your communities. Um, so 
Yes, if you can help Wyoming County, if you live in Wyoming County, if you're next to Wyoming County and you've got some money, you can support them. You can donate uh, to the Community Action of Wyoming. You can find them at communityactionforwyomingcounty.com and you can go there and you can donate. But I also encourage you to look in your own county because there's probably something similar to this. And if you're that type of person that's been looking for a way to help out or do something cool, this is it. So make sure you do head over to communityactionforwyomingcounty.com and check them out. They have a lot of other programs besides the Angel, Act, the Angel Action Division. They're doing a lot of cool things to help out their community. And that's what Bill's Mafia is all about, right? We've got our communities back. We've got each other's back and we're making sure that we're looking out for those around us. So this is a perfect opportunity of you're in Wyoming County to check them out if you haven't already head over there. And I'd like to shout out, I mentioned a little bit earlier. So Marlia Stout is, uh, she actually is the one that chose this week, the charities that we're going to be highlighting. So I want to make sure she gets a shout out too, because it's very cool. She's on the board, you know, and, uh, you know, so she's in the community, she's helping out in the community. Um, you know, so those type of people should be highlighted and she works with a great group of people. So another thing that I wanted to highlight too, that really didn't, it didn't trigger for me until we were chatting and, um, you know, she brought this up because I grew up in Fillmore, New York, right? And I know most people, we kind of take, you know, that we have fire services and we have police services and we have all those things. We take those for granted, uh, but there's communities like those and here in Wyoming County, the one we're going to highlight today, you know, so there's volunteer firefighters everywhere, right? Not everybody has those communities where they can support a full-time fire community staff and that type of deal. So we're going to be highlighting the Perry Center Fire Department, uh, also in Wyoming County. Uh, they've been around since 1927. So if you think about that, this community has been protected by the people in the community volunteering and, you know, to step up and help out. Um, in Allegheny County, where I grew up short track, you know, there's Fillmore, these are volunteer fire departments where, you know, your, your neighbor is coming to save you, you know, so very cool organization. Uh, like I mentioned, they've been around since 1927. So, and right now I went and looked and I think I tallied it right. There's roughly like 24 volunteer members of the community that are showing up when you're in need, you know, in that time of an emergency and things like that. So I wanted to really kind of highlight how cool that is for one. Right. Because I mean, you want to talk about heroes. Yeah. You want to talk about people that are showing up when you need them and wearing capes. Well, these are just regular guys who chose to volunteer. Their families are allowing them to volunteer and go out and risk themselves for everything that you're up to. So, uh, if you got anything that you can do, I mean, and they have ways that you can help them out too, besides just donating. I mean, do the tent rentals. There's different things that you can do. Um, they do barbecues. They do all that kind of stuff. You know, pre COVID, uh, you know, some of that stuff's gone away a little bit recently, but. Check them out. If you're in those communities, remember that your local fire department does kind of need some help sometimes. And that's how they're raising money to keep things going, make sure they got the tools and, you know, the training and thing that they, the things that they need. Excuse me. So head over to Perry Center. Uh, you can find their, their website is chargeline.com. Uh, I'd encourage you to go check it out. It's got, it's got a lot of cool information. Uh, this, the fire departments had their building you know, hit by fire a few different times throughout history. I mean, so that, that's crazy in itself that the fire department loses its own building, right? And then the community has to stand up and help out. So if you want to, you know, talk about another organization and what Bill's Mafia is all about, having each other's back, look at your volunteer fire department and not taking anything away from the guys that are doing this as their day-to-days and helping out and showing up too. But 
that that's awesome too. And make sure that we're respecting them too. And you can donate to your local fire department anywhere as you are. Um, you know, the guys out here in California, they're always out uh, doing their things and we try to help out when we can here too. So very cool organizations right here in your backyard, Western New York, Wyoming County. So Marlia, thanks for bringing this up. And I hope I'm saying your name, right? I've, if I'm butchering it, you can you can like send me a bad message on Messenger or something like that and uh, tell me I'm a fool. But make sure you guys go check out both these organizations and look internally in your communities uh, because there might be something just like this. Very cool. So now that we got all the fun stuff out of the way, we do have to talk about this game that I think many of us would have rather gone into us with a win over New England. So this this potential loss wouldn't wouldn't hurt so badly um, because this man we're playing has owned us. I mean, we know this, he's wearing a different color now and he's in a different Jersey and he's, and he's in a warm city and he's a lot more fun now, apparently, but this guy owns us. So this game is crucial. I mean, thankfully uh, the AFC took a kind of a hit last week and everybody jumbled around and we, we kept kind of our spot of where we were. Yeah. We're, the division's a little sketchier now, but it's not gone. It's not lost. New England still got a couple games that they could lose out there. And if we play well, we could be right there in the mix still to win the division. So it's not all dead and lost, but this game definitely isn't going to help if we were to take a loss here and we're coming up against the nine and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They haven't been beat often this year. Um, but they have been beaten by two teams that we've actually beat, you know, in Washington and in New Orleans. Um, they lost to the Rams in the third one. Um, they did just beat the Colts a couple of weeks ago. So that's tough if you go back and you look at like who's playing who and how they're doing things. So this is this isn't going to be an easy challenge. Uh, we're going into their building, but that's all obvious stuff. I mean, I this game to me, as we're kind of previewing this and breaking it down. I don't feel like I'm telling you anything that you probably don't already know because this is Tom Brady. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are the world champions right now. Yes, they've lost three games this year, um, but they're still the Super Bowl champions until they don't win it this year. So you have to respect them, and we know how good Tom Brady is. And you'll hear a lot of it. I know the Bills are sick in hearing it, but this team's fairly stacked offensively when you look at it on paper. They've got a lot of money spent in a lot of positions. And so... It's going to be a big time game. Uh, this defense that we were kind of worried about without Trey White is probably going to get tested. We'll see because that's where I kind of want to take this because I'm curious to see. You, you tend to see in the NFL that these coaches just kind of want to like almost be like the smartest guy in the room all the time, right? So if you go and you look at Tampa Bay, they don't like to necessarily run the ball that much. And I know you, a lot of people might not realize that, but if you go back and look in the numbers, they don't. We'll talk about that a little deeper. But are they going to do what's beaten us? what the Colts have done to us, what the Patriots have done to us and take themselves out of what they're actually good at the way that we tend to take ourselves out of what we're really good at. So let, let's talk about the Bills offense first. I know that Tampa Bay has a, a good defense. When you, when you think about Tampa Bay, you're thinking it's a good defense. They've got a lot of money on the front line and they have been a good defense. I mean, they're, they're not getting beat up or anything, but we've just established that the Bills aren't very good at running the football. Uh, for multiple weeks now. And this team is actually in nine games this season have given up 350 passing yards or more. Now they've only given up five games of 500 of over a hundred yards rushing. So if I'm looking at this and I'm a bills fan and I'm a Buffalo bill, I'm probably saying, wait, we should just throw the ball then. Right. Like let's, let's not necessarily mess around with the running again this league. Let's throw the ball. Yes. We'll try to do that balance thing for some reason again. But to me, this feels like a game that you know what you're good at 
And you can see on paper that they give up a lot of yards in that regard. Now, they don't let you score when you get down there necessarily, which could be a big problem for us because we're showing that we're not very good at that right now. But coming off a bad loss, um, we've kind of been doing this flip-flop thing where we look terrible and then we play well. We look terrible and then we play well. Um, it's been against bad opponents, but we'll see what this shakeup looks like. When you've got a lot of fingers pointed, is there issues between McDermott and Dable on the play calling who wants to do what uh, that stuff's got to go away this week. Because if you just look at it, it says pass the ball, just let Josh Allen try to defeat them through the air and hope that your defense can do enough on the other side. And hopefully your offensive line can just get into the mode of we're protecting. We need to protect today. We're going to protect at all cost. With that being said, I don't know that we'll do that. I feel like we're still going to try to run on them, which they, they actually just gave up 121 rushing yards last week to Cordell Patterson and the Falcons. So there is some belief there that it could possibly be done, but we don't look good doing it. So I hope that we just found this path, this game where it's going to say our best chance to do this is to just air the ball out and see what we can make happen through the air because I don't want to get stuck into this balanced attack because, like I said, it's only been five games where they've given up over 100 yards rushing. So I, I would rather roll the dice on the nine of over 350 yards passing. And that was just 350 yards. That's a lot of yards through the air. you know. So they're giving up big numbers and big plays in the back end of that defense. So. To me, I like I said, I feel like everybody should know this. You might not have known the numbers that they've actually been giving up that many yards, but on your thought in your head was probably the Buffalo Bills just need to pass. It should be decent weather. I haven't looked at the weather yet because I, I don't care if it's raining or whatever. This like we we have to pass the football. We just established we can't run, and there's no point in trying anymore when we need to stack wins. Like, in, unless you look across there in every game, they give up 250 yards rushing. I don't want to run the football any longer. Go out and pass, 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 screen, pass, shuffle, pass. Do just use those as the run game. Like, do that for me. Try the little screens, try the jets, try the, you know, do that stuff. Don't, don't make this a typical run up the middle run game because it's never going to work this season with who we have up front right now. And I don't care if you want to shuffle or whatever. Don't. 17. Give him the ball. Let Stephon Diggs work. Remember that Cole Beasley's on this football team. Get him in going and get these guys moving. Get Sanders moving again. We need to get the offensive passing game moving, plain and simple. Yes, if we can get 50, 60 or a nice run here for 20, 30 yards, yeah, throw that in. But that's only going to work if we're constantly passing the ball well. Then we'll get them to back up and then we have that opportunity for a 12 yard run. And to be honest, our backs need the linebackers to be eight yards back before we even have a chance to get a four or five yard run the way we're running the ball right now. So Josh Allen has to have a monster game through the air and, or let him run the ball more than what you did last week against a team that is just, he, we've seen it happen all the time. He has to get flowing and it feels like we constantly just slow him down. We slow him down. We got to stop that. And that's all I'm going to say about the offense for this week. I, I don't need to, I don't feel like I need to get into this. I don't, like I said, I don't care if they shuffle the line, whatever. Dawson Knox catch the ball this week. No wind, no heavy rains, whatever. Even if they're there, make the extra plays, pass protect, and win through the air. That's it. 
That's what we need to do. We press them. Don't try to slow shit down. Sorry. Don't try to slow stuff down. Beat them through the air. That's it. Now, with that being said, like I mentioned at the top, I think a lot of people think that Tampa Bay likes to run the ball. And if you look at it, they've actually only had five games where they've rushed over 100 yards. So this is not a run-heavy team. But on the flip side of that, they've also only had five games where they've thrown for over 350 yards. So yes, they do rely on the pass more. Why wouldn't you? Um, Because this is what I'm trying to express for the Bills is if you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski's back now. I mean, you had Antonio Brown in there. So you did what what your stars needed you to do. You threw the ball. So they went through the air just the same. And for us, we're without Trey White um, and we obviously only saw three passes last week. So there was no way to judge where we're at in the cornerback room and what it's going to look like when now Levi Wallace is probably going to be, you know, having to man up against Mike Wallace, who's a big man. And you've got Gronk uh, against Teron Johnson, who's he's tried, he's, he's covered him before. They might put Poyer on him. This one Poyer's played phenomenal this season. Um, but Teron Johnson with AB, with AB out, he might actually get that role. Maybe it's Milano again this week. He's, he's tried it in the past, but Gronk has found ways to beat us. So this is dangerous. Um, not knowing what our passing back end looks like right now, uh, it, this could be very dangerous, especially against a team that is good at passing the ball. Now, like I said at the top, coaches like to just do the weirdest thing in the NFL and like not do what they're good at because they just watched New England rush for 200 and some yards. I mean, they actually had like a good rushing game themselves their last time out. I mean, not against Atlanta. They only rushed for 57 yards, but against the Colts, they ran for 142 yards. So will they take the ball out of Tom Brady's hands and just try to do this run thing? Uh, I hope that they do do that because I'm very concerned about what Brady can do to us, especially if they can establish a run and he gets to use play action. Uh, We could be in a very dangerous situation in this game. But our defense should be prepared to cover, I think, more often than not. And just you can't let Fournette get away on big plays. We've been getting hurt by this big play in the run. You saw it against New England. We gave up the 64. Jonathan Taylor had the monster run against us in Indianapolis. When we give up the monster run, things fall apart. The defense can no longer really truly do what it wants to do. So for me, this is the back end will be tested if Tampa Bay comes in and does what they should rightfully do, because I do think that Tom Brady is going to look at it and go, wait a second. There's no Trey White. They've got Dane Jackson, who's a young, young guy in this league. And then Levi Wallace, who's been around, but he's never been that real monster step up kind of corner. Right. So this is going to be if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going, just give me the ball. I'll, I'll tear them up especially because we know what does it take to stop Tom Brady pass rush. It always has. You have to disrupt him to get him off the ball. You have to try to make him move around, take away his timing, make him do extra stuff. And right now our pass rush just isn't getting there all the time. Our defensive line has not looked great lately. So that's why I'm very concerned about this. This is like almost like a perfect storm of, we're lost on the offensive side of the ball when we should just walk in and do what we want to do, but we tend to be weird. And then they're set up to just come in and do the same kind of exact thing and tear up where we could potentially be weak now at the cornerback position. And they might just try to run the ball. So, but if they come out and pass and they do what they're supposed to, 
Matt Milano, Tron Johnson in this back end. And especially I think those linebackers are going to be uh, in the linebackers and Tron Johnson are going to be worked hard in this. And uh, you know, Hoyer, he's having a monster year and it's, it's going to come up to a big year this year. And I think in this game, excuse me, and Hyde is going to have to be lights out in this game as well, because this team will take shots, especially if it's nice weather. Um, he is going to take shots. He will test just to push us back. I mean, he's a smart quarterback. He's done it against this team for years. Uh, you know, he, he hasn't played us for a season now, but he's, he's played Leslie Frazier's defense before. He knows what we're going to try to do and what we want to do to be successful. So 100% this game is going to need a pick or two and a highly successful and efficient offense. I This defense can give me bend and don't break in this game. I, I, I would be okay with that. Bend, but you cannot break. The way this offense is playing right now, it, it can't be breaks. They can't put up sevens. If you let them down there, which I rightfully so can happen. This is a good offense. He's a great quarterback. He's got good weapons. That can happen, but this has to be tight inside the 20s, tight inside the 35, realistically, with Brady. Uh, tight inside the 35, and we'll be okay. But by no means is this going to be a walk in the park, and we will be challenged. Easiest way to protect the defense, be efficient on offense. Now, the third phase in the final phase of this, which is, you know, kind of to me last week, it played a big role. Um, if there's no weather issues, I'm not concerned about Bass. I think he'll be right back to where he needs to be. But what this game might truly need is a big kick return, something special, a punt return, something big, a block. We don't ever get that big play this season. We're, we've gotten some nice runs where we've got some field position, but you know, you could almost feel like Andre Roberts would get you something that if he didn't get in the end zone, he'd get you the ball inside the 20 on the other side, at least once or twice during the season, probably, you know, everything, at least on the other side of the ball, more often than not, he was averaging like 30 yards of return almost at some point. We need that from this. Like if we're going to go back and, put Stevenson back there or if McKenzie's going to get his role back or if we're just going to stick Hyde back there again and see what happens. I don't really like that because I don't want to expose him if we are going to be able to return. But one of them and or whoever it is, whether it's Brita, I mean, I could also see Brita back there. I, I'm okay with his speed back there too. They probably have concerns with his ball control right now. So, but I feel like that this game could be a field goal that takes it. Uh, this game could very well be a, a kick return that really helps us be successful in this one. So I it's I'm nervous. I, I mean, I don't want to be one game away from 500, but I understand this team's only lost three games. Um, we do have four winnable games after this. Um, so there's, there's a little solitude in that, but 11 wins to me. Um, I, I really feel like I would rather be at 12. So if we can pull this off and start rolling, uh, it would be a great thing, especially because if you look through the AFC this weekend, we just saw the Steelers lose, you know, so that's helpful. Um, that's going to help us in our reign. We've got some big showdowns this weekend that will also have some implications in the AFC. We got Las Vegas and Kansas City are playing. Um, that one's twofold for me. I'd almost rather Kansas City lose and come back towards us, but also if Vegas loses, that's one less team that could potentially take away a wild card and that helps us secure positioning. We've also got the Browns and the Ravens uh, that could knock Cleveland even further down. But I'm also like, I just mentioned the same. If the Ravens stay close to us as we get into these last four weeks, it really does open up. Uh, but we've got Tennessee's got Jacksonville. I mean, they beat us. We can only hope. Uh, we've got Denver's going up against Detroit. Detroit's fresh off a win. 
you know, so maybe they'll, they'll get spunky and they'll do it again. Uh, besides that, we're, we're kind of sitting in this position now where we got to win this. And, you know, I think everybody knows that it's been the theme. I, I'm glad you're listening and I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're part of the nerd mafia. But tonight, I, today I might not have blown you away with some, some things you didn't know, but if you're a bills fan and you're watching I mean, this, this feels pretty straightforward. What's taking place here. It's a huge game, big loss last week. You're, you're, you're trying to, you're trending down. You're trying to stop the wave. You know what you got to do. You know, you've got personnel that can make it happen. Um, also though, if you lose, this is not the end of the world. Uh, you got four left. You can still get to 11. Uh, I would see at least over getting to 10, um, you know, would give us a shot. It, it being in the wild card, but those hopes and dreams of of having a number one seed, a home playoff game, they're dwindling, right? If if you lose this one, they are definitely dwindling. So, I I've been trying to convince myself to put out a prediction and go off the the limb here a little bit. I I just this game's going to be like around thirty four thirty one. I feel like for some reason, and I just can't say which way it's going to go. I'd love to say that it's going to be us. But after what I saw last week and just our inefficiency in the red zone, um, I'm not concerned that we're not going to be able to move the ball, but I'm concerned about how we're going to finish again. And that kind of leads me to wanting to trend towards Tampa Bay in this one. But I would feel real comfortable with that score at 34-31, kind of either shaking or baking each way. Um, if it was a little, little less of a game because they do decide to run or something like that, 28 24. Um, but I do feel 34, 31. I think that's almost what they played Tampa or to, um, did they play Tennessee too? Let me look real quick here. Yeah. I mean, they just, or they just played the Colts to 38, 31. So yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with 34, 31. I'd like to see it on our side, but I'm not going to be stunned if it goes the other way this week, just being honest. Uh, it's a, it's a tough position, shorter week. Um, but like I, I talked about a little earlier, we've bounced back after losses. Um, and we, we need to do that this week. So, but that's the football stuff. In closing, thank you again for being here. Uh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show. I'm glad more people are listening and joining the Nerd Mafia. Like I started out at the top of the hour, make sure that you guys are checking out Community Action of Wyoming County. You can find them at communityactionforwyomingcounty.com. Specifically, if you go there and you hit our work, you can check out what I was talking about specifically today, the Angel Action Division. Um, all the stuff will be in the show notes. You can just click over to it. It's, it's simpler that way. But if you want to check it out as soon as you're hearing it, that's how you'll get there. And then also make sure, like we mentioned, if you if you got a volunteer fire department around you, you know, stop by and say what's up. Help them out if you can. Um, if you're in a community where you're being represented by one, uh, if you're in the Wyoming County area, Perry Center Fire. You can go ahead and check them out and help them out if you can. And you can check out their entire history and everything about them over at chargeline.com. So make sure you're doing those things. Make sure you're loving on your community during the holiday this year. Um, it's been a tough road. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not looking like it's getting super easy anytime soon here. So let's just keep grinding, keep helping each other out and, you know, keep building, being the Bills Mafia that we are. Speaking of Bills Mafia, uh, for everything that you will need Buffalo bills. Make sure you guys are heading to Buffalo lowdown.com. That's Buffalo W down.com. And then everything that you're looking for from the Buffalo nerd, you can find over at www.thebuffalonerd.com. And of course, go bills. You just listen to the Buffalo nerd sports podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.